All right, folks. It's the throne <clears throat> episode 87, 87. You know, we we throw in the Spanglish in here. Uh, I'm your host, JC Rivas. And today, fucking special ass episode. We're doing something a little bit different for y'all. We got Unoya in the house. Alex and Brian yeah. joining me. Hey, what's up, guys? So what's up so. to the people? All right, there you go. Brian's, you know what I'm saying. Brian's Brian. But also hey, in the you. house, <laughs> Oski, Gonzalez of the Oski Foundation. What's going on, man? Oh, man. First of all, thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. This is my second time on your awesome show. Fuck yeah. And I listen to the show, man. You know, you guys have a bunch of cool bands on here. And the topics sometimes they just get you know, <laughs> they a go a little crazy away little from off music, the rails, yeah. But it's definitely real. And um, so I guess tonight we're having a special night because I I have the honor of being the first and only co-host on the show today. And yes, sir. When when JC reached out to me, he's like, "Yo, Oski, you know, I think it's time for you to come back on the show. It's been a minute. It's been a while." I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm honored. I'd love to, man, but." I would love to interview your band. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, no one's ever interviewed you or your band. I, no. I saw, I heard a podcast once. I can't, I tried to remember the name of the band. I really did. Was this show? No, there was a show. Okay, okay. Of a band that they put a podcast together and all they would do is talk about their band. Mm-hmm. And they did it in such a way that they had me listening for a whole hour until I finally realized, wait a minute, these guys are talking about themselves. So, for example, they would say, like, they would be like, so, like, like, Alex would ask you, oh, man, you know that song of the recording, The Dumpster? Like, oh, man, like, what inspired you to play the drums like that? It was so amazing. And then the drummer would answer, but, like, they were all interviewing each other. About their own shit? About their own shit. And I was like, dude, these guys are geniuses, because, I mean, a lot of times... See, you're like me. You you have your own. You have your podcast show. You have a crazy band. It's really cool, and you're trying to get it from every angle, right? You know, and so a lot of times your own band's gonna suffer. Like you're not gonna interview your band on your show. I have multiple times though. Oh yeah, just for the record, multiple times. I've I've had a you know episode at least five times. Oh wow. Yeah, no, of course. Those man. must have been the five shows that I missed. Yeah, I mean, we've done. Like I said, this is eighty-seven. So we're we're in deep, but yeah, I always like you know if a, if a, if I have a last minute dropout, or you know like I did uh, the tenth episode, I did the band, you know. Um, it's incredible that you remember those dates. Yeah, I mean specifically episode ten, I wanted to have the band back because like the first two episodes were me interviewing bandmates. You know what I mean? Like they were really the day ones. You know what I mean? Like episodes one and two are Vince and Alex respectively. Yeah. Episode three is Ralph from Eras One. And then episode four, which was like, it was a big ass deal for me having Joe and Danny from Macronium. Uh, and like, I was such I a big fan show. of theirs and, you oh, know, great. seeing them. And, and that was like really when I became really good friends with them at, after that podcast and, and hanging out with them and shit. And so like, and this podcast has helped me build a lot more close relationships with, uh, with a lot, you know, the locals Whatever, whatever and shit. you do, don't become a promoter. Yeah, no, I, I feel like become a promoter. That's and people want your head sometimes. It's man. not even that, you know. And and I'm a, I'm gonna make sure that Lou listens to this, to this show. When you go from being in a band to being the promoter, you're not gonna make everybody happy. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah, just stick to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, if you want to become a promoter, that's awesome. 
Uh, but yeah, you'll see you'll see the the back end of it. Sometimes it's not so. It's not gratifying. No, and I mean, like you said, you can't satisfy everyone. Can't, and like you certain you shit can't. you do, people are just going to take it the wrong it's, way it, anyway. It's just, why am I going on at 2 o'clock in the morning, Oski? I thought you was my friend. Oh, God. Dude, all, all of my friends, I'm saying. But anyway, so if you want to start the show. Yeah, man, let's get it popping. I mean, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, it's your co-host today here on the Throne Podcast. My name is Oski Gonzalez. Make sure you check us out on the Throne Podcast on SoundCloud, Facebook, Email here is thethrone at gmail.com and you can check us out on Instagram at the throne underscore uh, the underscore throne underscore podcast. Yes, sir. So the main host of the night is gonna be the persons that we're interviewing. We're here in the house with Unoya, pronounced Unoya. <laughs> so this has gotta be one of the most difficult names. And I know to you guys it's like you guys are tarted. It's Unoya. It's Unoya. Like, how could you look at this and spell it any other way? Right, right, right. But I think I must have misspelled it. I don't know about at least 10, 15 <laughs> I'll give times. you that. I'll give you that. 10 times? At least. At least 10. And if I tell you how important it is to pronounce the name of the band and get that name right in a flyer, it's because, you know, the band wants their name to be spelled right. Anyway, so... Who started the band? Like, when did the band really start? Uh, that that would be the main man right here. So, at, so, I would say the band started, like, around five years ago. By the way, folks that can't see, this is Alex, uh, the lead singer and guitar player. Bassist. And the bassist. Uh, I apologize. But I do, I do write I a lot of guitar, guitar parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I write most of the guitar parts of the band. So, going back to the question, when did the band start? Like, what was the idea behind it? So originally the band started as a three piece. Uh, we had um, our neighbor that was interested in playing drums, and me and Brian at that point have tried to make a bunch of bands, but everything kind of like failed. It was, um, it always seemed like there was a lack of direction with like with every project that we took in before that. And what were some of the what were some of the names of the bands that you had before? Uh, you know, no, uh, they they weren't even names. It was kind of like a thing where like we would play and pr- rehearse like every you know every two or three days in the house, my house, and we would learn covers and stuff like that. Um, but whenever it actually got to the attempt of okay, let's write a song, let's make a song together, it never worked out. It was a thing where like we couldn't, you know, with everybody that we worked prior, it was never, it fl- never fleshed out as an actual band. Never got to actually perform shows and stuff like that. The only time that we actually performed shows before we actually became Unoya or you know started becoming this this actual project, we used to have a friend called Steve Stanley, and this guy was uh, fifty two years old. He nice. was an amazing drummer, great drummer, and he played grunge and stuff like that, and. He was a great friend, and he actually lended me an upright bass guitar for a long time. So I learned how to really – I got pretty good at the upright bass. And after that, he moved to North Florida and Central Florida. So, unfortunately, that that was the end of that. And then, you know, we started playing with Holden. Holden wanted to play drums and stuff like that. And Brian actually got a kit, a drum set from a prior drummer that we played with. Brian being – my brother, brother, right there. The, are you guys are the founding members of the band? Yes, <laughs> cool. pretty much. We are only we're the only original members of the band at the moment. But that's not a bad thing at all. I feel like every new member that has come in has brought something to the band that we didn't have before. 
Yeah. Uh, Continue. And yeah, we were we've been a band so far for five years. There has been a couple lineup yeah, changes. I've been booking you guys for about five years. Yeah. There's definitely been lineup changes, and like after the the year that we stopped playing with Holden, his book is just now. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> did. I threw it on the side. I definitely didn't eat it. Uh, I promise that. But um, yeah, so after after Holden left, we went like almost on on a hiatus thing of like almost like nine so months. So it was you, your brother, and a German named Holden, the 52 yeah. year old guy. Fifty-two-year-old who had moved at this point. Yeah, yeah. so Holden, Holden was, was around a more. lot younger than, yeah. I, than me and Brian. And, actually, and, and do I know Holden? Have I seen him before? You got, you, I think you've booked him. Yeah, yeah. We we play with Holden a lot. Of, a few a few shows for you. Like for like one year, we actually played a lot of shows. One year, we played like almost like sixty-two shows in one. That's year. awesome. You gotta play a lot of bands. Say, oh, I don't want to play out so much. Why not? Yeah, I don't understand why they You're wouldn't a band. want to. Why not? Yeah. I, I completely get that. I sincerely have that that attitude that I want to play it out as much as possible. It it really it is a bummer though trying to get so many people together and trying to get them in the same page of playing out at those shows though. Uh, that has been a problem before. Well, I'm, but gonna I, tell, I'm gonna tell you the secret to that before. before yeah. the end of, I'm gonna tell all the bands the secret to that before the end of the show. To be honest with you. Yeah. So you would say you guys have been together for a solid five years. I joined and, the picture about three years ago. And you know, I I I've I've seen the relationship. I just found out that you and Brian, uh, you um, Alex and Brian are brothers. But in my observations of looking at the band and listening to the band, I would I I would notice that there was like a relationship between you guys. Yeah. Like, like you could see the energy between you guys. Like you know, it's always in the bands the the lead the lead singer and the lead guitarist always have that. That kind of vibe, you know? The chemistry. The chemistry. And, and like I tell, a lot of times, and this might sound weird, a lot of times, like, I'll look at a band, and we'll use uh, Joe from Macronium as an example. When I first saw Macronium, I saw Joe. Whoever was playing with him, yeah, they were playing good music, but they didn't do anything to me that was like, wow, I saw Joe. And I saw Joe on stage doing some crazy stuff. Amazing stuff, and his band looked like they were, like they were going like first period, you know, like they were dressing like, uh, like in uh, you know, just like a regular shirt, like like the shirt I have on now. Like, what do you call yeah. these? Uh, like polo, a, like a polo shirt. And I saw the show, and I pulled him to the side. I said, "Hey, you know what? These guys got to get on the same page with you. Like your whole band needs to be as crazy as you are." Yeah. And and when you do that, you're gonna see that the band is gonna start getting. Uh, a bigger response And obviously Have you seen his shows lately Yeah no I mean Everyone's a big down fan with base. that You know Hell what I'm yeah. saying So Starting a band The most important thing Is to have Everybody on the same page And I respect that With you guys Because I've seen you guys Play with the suits right. With the ties yeah. <laughs> And you guys are playing Heavy ass Good ass Hard ass rock And metal That you could actually hear with the, the singer saying Right <laughs> And I was like Yo this is really good stuff There's another band That kind of reminds me of y'all But they're <coughs> a little bit more alternative And They've played a lot of metal shows for me And they've played uh, Kryptonite And they were like Not really metal You know You guys are like They're like And God, if I can't, I, I, the name escapes my head right now. Shout out to that band, though. Yeah, no, the drummer. <laughs> no, listen, listen. The drummer, the drummer, 
God, man. I, I, I had it on the tip of my tongue. I'm doing horrible as a co-host today, <laughs> folks. But anyway, um, shout out to Mystery Band Number One. I'll remember. I'll remember <laughs> the, the name of the band at the end of the, uh, by the end of the night. But when I first saw you guys, I was like, "These guys are raw, man. These guys are these guys are great." And like I was telling JC earlier when when I got here, you know, my suggestions to all the bands that have been playing in South Florida for five years or so. Is to get out of South Florida and play other places. Right. You know, uh, there's powers and numbers. Get three other bands and call a venue. Say, hey, we got four bands from Miami, you know? That was my whole idea, man. I had this whole yeah. plan where I thought um, the my favorite personal, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> my favorite uh, four bands <coughs> at the time were, uh, you know, us. Here's <laughs> 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 one. Born Beneath and Macronium, and those I are think pretty much honestly. Those are pretty. You, you've in the top ten of my favorite bands in Miami. They're they're in they're in the they're top in ten. There. They're, they're in the in top there. five. They're in there. They're in there. They're in there. Those I thought that those were the most four solid acts that that were that were around at the time, including Airs One, including us. And I thought we could do like a weekend tour, like Fort Myers Friday, uh, Newport Richie Saturday, and then Orlando Sunday, if, and then if come anything, back. Something if like anything, that. just go out of town once a month. Definitely make a huge thing about it. Promote it like it's like like it's it's like going to be the next world tour of uh, you know uh, Kiss Kiss you know, last Kiss, tour or you know <laughs> Slayer or, or keep Led adding Ze- legs to Led it. Zeppelin's <laughs> going to be playing and, and make it seem like it's something big. When you play out of town, especially the further you go, the better. If you play out of town, you're in Jacksonville and you're promoting your show that night with some flyers or whatever. And you meet a chick and you say, hey, we're from Miami, Florida. We're playing at a show tonight. Right off rip, they're going to be like, oh, you're from Miami. Wow, how is Miami? It's really cool because they, they see Miami They see Miami as right. Big Willie, the beach. Everyone's beautiful and gorgeous. Everyone's driving Lamborghinis. And the fact that you are 600, 700 miles away from home, off rip. You guys have to be good. Why would you travel 600 miles and suck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A solid and point. so people will come to your show. People tend, people tend to like people from other places. Everybody wants an import, you know? Yeah, you know, if, if you tell someone, yeah, we're a local band here from Miami. They're like, yeah, yeah, Miami has a problem. So, and it's everywhere. Right. Locals have a problem supporting locals. Locals have a problem supporting locals because it's like, yeah, I know JC. Yeah, he lives over there in Broward County. Yeah, yeah whatever. But when you're from out of town and like, oh, you're from Miami, it's a different realm. I get the same reaction when I tell when I'm in New Orleans. I can just go down the street and see people that I meet and say, hey, I'm having a show tonight. Come by and check it out. And half of the people I talk to show up. Yeah, I mean, especially a town like that where you can just walk around. There's a lot of uh, uh, foot traffic. You know, a lot of foot traffic, but you you get most of the love from the locals, right? You the people that are from out of town, they're on they're on vacation. You're the the last thing that they plan on doing while they're on vacation. So the locals, they're like us. They're looking for something to do locally, and um, I highly suggest to you guys. And that's a great tour. If I can help you guys with that. Yeah, I, well, getting back to that, yeah, that was the original idea around last year, and then <clears throat> that was around the time that Kevin Gallagher decided to just 
blow up, about blow up like four bands. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, not not no no personal shots or nothing. I mean, it's hard. It's a big load. Uh, that's why I don't. I can't see myself doing Did you more say big than load? big load, big fat load, <laughs> big fat load. <clears throat> and you know, <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of bands, dude. I mean, even two three bands is a lot. He was in four or five, you know. Yeah. So he quit and, Macronium and, and, and Born Beneath had, and he had around the same a motorcycle. time. Yeah, that too. I mean, you can't really. How do you? Travel with drums on a motor. I mean, I give it to him. He did win uh, Noski Award for best. Drummer. I got snubbed, but you know that's a that's a different that podcast had, for a different story. A, that, that's the. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you, man. Still, I'm just fucking hey, listen, with you. I've never been nominated. You're still nominated. I've never I've never been nominated, but it's okay. It's okay. Well, I, that's why I stay I stay in the back. Though. I stay way in the back. That's why I have this show now. Nominate me for the show, best podcast <laughs> yeah, in Miami. Yeah, there you go. We can give you. Oski I'll definitely Award. pull up. That's where I was uh, for Otto Vaughn. I was at uh, Bar Nancy. I saw your uh, poster yeah, for yeah. the Oski Awards. Oh yeah, they, down they on Calle Ocho. They put them up. Yeah, it's right on the door. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. Shout out Bar Nancy. <coughs> <coughs> shout out to Bar Nancy. Shout out to Liz and Brian and the people down there at Bar Nancy. They are. Like the most closest thing for me to Tobacco Road, honestly. Word. It's a dope spot. Man. It's I a like really it. nice spot. I love the fact that it's a it's a it's a rock bar in the <laughs> middle of Little Havana. Yeah. The drink prices are good. The the food is good. They have food there. The the food's great. Fuck, I didn't even know they had food. I would have been. They have an outside patio and the sound system is solid. Um we had the first metal band there for my birthday, Revolution played. For real, for real? Yeah, it was, when was nice. That? October the 3rd. Oh, ah, okay. October the 3rd, we had Revolution. We had Oski Foundation. Let's get the camera back on uh, you, man. No, and we had uh, we had a couple other bands. But no, let's talk about let's talk about Unoya. Folks, uh, I guess you can probably see how it's spelled. But if I was to tell you the band's name is Unoya, try to spell that. <laughs> so what exactly, uh, this is to you. Uh, Brian, what exactly does you know what I mean? Well, besides uh, actual definition, um, for me, it's a way to unplug from the from the world. Oh, I, I like say. this. I like this. This guy's intellectual. He's <laughs> deep. Yeah, he's deep. He passed the the initial ABC answer to say what it acts what it means to him. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's so what does you know what it mean to you? Well, to so have... What does it mean? What does it mean? It literally, well, it means beautiful thinking. Exactly. It, it means the uh, opposite of paranoia. Um, but opposite for me... Paranoia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Nice. So when you have the Eureka moment, like, oh... That. The you moment Eureka. Right, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. When you reach Nirvana. Um, but for me, uh, as a band, it's... well. Pretty much, like I guess, like everybody else, is a way to unplug um, all the tensions and well, actually have fun. And metal music does that. Yeah, it yeah. releases a lot of stress. Definitely. No, actually, I to tell you the truth, it can be with anything. You can be listening to. No, but when you like scream, when or you scream like that, on stage and you do a nice, a long ah, it's. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? Because I've had, I've had the opportunity to go on stage with Hate Machine. And they oh, have a, they throwback. Have a, they have a song called War. Yeah. And so they go on War and they call me on stage and they just scream War. And I'm like, War! <laughs> and when I got off stage, I'm like, wow, that felt, that felt pretty good. Yeah. You it's know? a vibe. So who came up with the name? Uh, you know, uh, actually, I did. 
Yeah. Hey, hey shouts out Brian. Yeah, yeah. Brian. he wants two days in front of the dictionary. Oh, my bad, my bad. This is Brian. This is uh, Brian, folks. Shout out Arby's. Shout out to Brian. <laughs> and so, so, um, I got, I got some like, like sad news the other day. I heard the guitar player left the band, and I heard today that the keyboard player left the band. Yeah. Um, the guitar player. What was his name? The David. Guy with the David. Head? David and Vince. Vince was on keys. Yeah. On keys, and the keys, and the second guitar give y'all y'all sound. What are you guys gonna do now moving forward? We actually just recently got a new guitar player. And What's his name? Austin. Austin. Shout out to Austin. Austin. Yeah, yeah. bro. That's if guys. So Austin, wait, wait, bro. Wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Cool. We're, we're doing that. Though. I thought that we were gonna start doing like trap beats and just change genres. Yeah, no, we were trap yeah, beats. Yeah, like, honestly, yeah, dude. We're, no, we're just a whole new change, dude. We're like the the new Run DMC Aerosmith crossover. <laughs> no, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. Like Listen, anthrax. That's one of the reasons anthrax. I like. I like Public Beck. Enemy. Yes. That's why I like Beck so much. Is each album is different. I fuck with Beck. It's I've been different. telling JC to listen to Beck for like since I met JC. There's some songs that I cannot get. Like he the, doesn't like Loser, and I get I that. Can't, I can't fuck with that song. Loser? There's the song Loser. That song is such an innovative song. I, song I'm, I'm sure it is musically, but I just find it. No, back no, in the '93 rock when, days, when I found out, it so annoying. Out, to the mic, tell the people, let the people hear when, you. When, the, when, the, when that song came out, I was blown away. I'm like, bro, this sounds. God, it's it's just the way that they recorded it. You know, they recorded. It's almost like they did. Like they got some hip hop producers and Beck, but it was Beck, and that that it's that songs. I mean, it's a classic song. I I no doubt. But now no going doubt about going it. from that song, going from that song to what some other songs that he has, they're night and day. Right. You know. He's so dynamic because he he has the funny quirky like loser songs and then he has like very intimate like folky acoustic songs that are like whoa like this is a very deep song um, and like he he has a very like almost like polarizing like uh, you know like uh, music because he he has fans that only like the quirky funny stuff that he makes and then there's fans that only like the folk. And like depressing, like mellow music that he makes, almost like indie, is he has like essentially two bands in like in one project. Right. Um, he in the latest albums he have found like a good merch of both, but for a long time like you were either a huge fan of like the first album, which is a uh, gold I can't remember, and then like uh, mutations, which mutations is just straight up acoustic guitars and just him singing. And he he's amazing. He's a great artist, dude. Like he, he, he really is. Yeah, I gotta really get more is. into him. Though. I tell you, I'll tell you a funny quick story. When I went from doing hip hop and rap music to doing live bands and rock, I had answered an ad in the New Times. It was a band called Continental, and they were looking for a lead vocalist. And it was must like G Love, Jamiroquai, and Marvin Gaye. Obviously, I knew who Marvin Gaye was. I had never heard of G Love. <laughs> right. And I've never heard of Jamiroquai. So, at that time, there were places called a, a, a record store, like a music store, where you actually go into a, a store to buy music. Well, that's, it, I still go to Sweat Records right next great, to Churchill. It's a great concept. <laughs> so, you don't they, see them no more. They still had things called music stores. <laughs> 
And so I went to a music store. At the time I was living on South Beach, I went to a music store. And I bought Jamiroquai, whatever the CDs they had. It was like two of them. I bought them both. And I bought uh, a G-Love CD. I only had one. And I went home and I put it into, you know, there were CDs. And I put it into this thing called the CD player. <laughs> and, uh, and I listened. And I was like, wow. Like, why haven't I heard this before? This stuff's amazing. And so my style of music is a blend of these three artists. That's where I came up with that sound for Continental. And the other artists that they told me was <coughs> to study Beck. Okay. Why that? Because Beck and G Love, and at that time, those were the, the underground bands that were coming up. Like, Beck hadn't blown up yet. Neither had G Love or these people. They were just, you know, I guess Jamaica was blown up in Europe, you know? And it's just incredible music. Uh, like, we were talking about Beck, but I don't want to get off of Beck, so I want to talk about Unoya. But yeah, folks, if you've never heard of Beck, Go, I guess Google it. Yeah, Google. <laughs> That's go what to we YouTube do now. and Google. Uh, go to Shout YouTube and put back. Uh, and G Love and a special sauce. And, and G Love and a special sauce. I you like know? that. And don't get lost in the sauce, and people. You could, you could also Google the Oski Foundation and Google. You know ya. You know ya. So and the Throne Podcast. What do you, so the the two members that left the band. Yeah. Like without getting too personal, you know, sure. what, what, like what were the reasons for them leaving the band? <laughs> Well, we did um, right after uh, Dave and, and Vince left the band. We did a, a podcast episode where we talked about it, but just um, you know, to kind of refresh it without, you know, like you said, going too deep. Yeah, well, we don't want to hurt. We don't want. We don't want to. You know, so air you yeah, we already did that last time. <laughs> so this this is the thing. If if I'm just being honest, um, sometimes being honest, like I'm honest a lot, and people don't like that. Yeah, oh. well, fuck those people. Yeah, unfortunately, that's, on the throne, I feel it's like all that's about the only real. Way I, I feel like that's the only way I can be, though. We keep it real. We keep no it real. edits. No edits. So, um, David, unfortunately, he just wasn't on the headspace to work in a in the project anymore. His um, there was um, David is the dude with the guitar red player. Yeah, yeah, the guitar player. Yeah. He okay. he had personal issues that you know go far and beyond. I, I, us. I you know without. Uh, he's he's um, how would I say this? He's kind of quirky, kind of unique, right? For sure. Yeah, I noticed that when he's playing. He's like like in his own world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as introvert. Yeah, the one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Of the band, he, yeah, he yeah, was the quietest. He, uh, and Brian's quiet as shit. Look at him. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> David was like two three times like more introverted. Than and that. almost second guessing himself. Yes, definitely. You can see what he plays. I mean, and 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 the thing is, is like, yeah, when you lack confidence. Just in general, it's gonna show when you're playing. I always recommend for people like for for, for musicians like that. <coughs> Bless you. Wear sunglasses hmm. on stage. That's <laughs> no. I, I did that the other day. Uh, Wear sunglasses on stage it, yeah. it, for the propaganda. He looked badass. People, don't, people can't see. They can't see that you're nervous. Right. You know, and he, it's not. He, he seemed like sometimes he was a little nervous. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, it, you know, it, it's not unnatural. No, it's the, not. And after a while, it started like you know his that started rubbing off in the actual project like really badly. Like we, um, the album that been we've been working on for a long time now, over a year over, at this point. Yeah, a big latency of the album, and we're talking about 
a couple months, like four or five months of the latency was because of him. We couldn't get him to like record. And when he did come to record, he was never ready. And when he, yeah, and like it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah that's the most frustrating thing of a band. That's the most frustrating thing. And then I would imagine you guys pre-warned them and say, "Hey, let's tighten oh, up." 100%. Well, yeah, we, yeah, oh, one hundred percent. at least two or three times. You know, let's tighten up. Yeah, you know? yeah, because we it, it's it, you have a friendship with somebody, you're in a band with somebody, you you go on you tour with them. You have to be them. friends. You're gonna we're, spend we more time friends. rehearsing than actually playing. One hundred percent. And so, when that started getting in the way of the friendship of it, you know what I mean? We had to sit down and have the conversation. Like, yo, you feel like alienated from the rest of the band and shit. This, and yeah, do, exactly. <laughs> do, like, do you really want to do this? Like, type like, shit? like this is a thing too. Like, I and mean, you guys have like a democracy, right? Or it's yeah, basically yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, this is the thing. I, even though I write most of the material in the band, I let everybody do whatever they want in the band. Like yeah. I take everybody what everybody says in in the band. Even Malik, which he's you know he does, he does our some, lights. He does our light stuff. What's his and name? He does Malik. our media. Malik. He, shout out to Malik because the light show has been awesome. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah took us I want to, to talk level. about light show in a minute because yeah, yeah. I, I remember a conversation that we had about a record company that I really wanted the record company to do well. Like I believed in it, but it turned out to be a sham. I did not believe in some, it. Some, some, some. For the record. So what? 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 The thing when the things that I. <laughs> so I've been I I've, I've been talked about it on the show before. The the thing oh, when I've Ma- never heard that one. Too. I gotta listen to that one. Even though, like I'm saying, even though Malik he doesn't play an instrument, I still take to a high consideration what whatever he says. And I'm not the decision maker at all in the band. It's always as a group like we're like, okay, we're doing this and we put a boat on on, fa- on the Facebook and everybody puts their, their boat and then it's like, okay, so we're doing that. I, yeah. this, I can yeah. imagine the votes. Are we going to play this show for that fat dude? Also? <laughs> Are we doing this? Dude, the, 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 the only time we don't, we, we have to think about playing an Oski show that we get invited to is if, at, uh, if it's at, at Churchill's. And, and no, nothing wrong with Churchill's. You know what I'm saying? No, it's no, it's been, our shithole. You know what getting, I mean? No, no, listen to me. But um, so many, I love so many shows. Churchill's has been very, uh, very receptive of me. And but I want to ask you some questions too about yeah, the scene before sure. the night's over. But oh uh, God, Churchill's, they, they, <laughs> the place could be great, man. They the could, luster they, is not could, there anymore, be, man. No, well, the thing is that. In my opinion, uh, it's I don't know. It's, Tell it's, the people, Oski. It's almost like that, that that record. Do you like Pina Colada? Oh, what about it? You know, oh, so, I love that song. You know, man. fuck that song. If you like Pina, no, so <laughs> it, it, it's that's a classic. It, sometimes, it's, it's a classic. sometimes you're in a relationship with someone. Let's say the venue, mm-hmm. and you're like tired of that old. relationship. Gets old. Mm. So you try to find new venues and other venues, and then you realize, hey, you know what? The one that we had was really not that bad. You know. So is there? Are they under new management recently? Churchill's has a new owner. Uh, did it used to be like some British dude? The British dude, Dave Daniels. I, I was telling you the He's story. That's nice him. Too. Dave uh-huh. Daniels is the owner. Honestly, a, a little secret. Only a few people know. Shout out to I everyone dis- who listens to this episode. I was this close to buying Churchill's. Fuck for real. The owner at the time I was rocking and rolling and running Tobacco Road, and the owner Dave Janus went there three times to try to convince me to buy it, and he wanted um one point two million dollars for it. 
And I'm in my mind, I'm thinking for $1.2 million, I'll make a brand new club the way I want it with four stages, with four exact PA systems, and with four exact lighting systems, and right. you know, do it how I want to do it. But uh, I should have bought it. You think I so? should have bought it? I mean. How does something like that work? I mean, you would have just had to drop all that at once. You would have got it on no, the No, how that would work is that I would reach out to a couple of my angels, a couple of my, my friends that I know that have big money. I could reach out and get some money when I need it. Um, fortunate like that. You know, I've, I have good relationships with people that have deep pockets. Right. A lot of my earlier shows in New Orleans were paid by angels. <laughs> That believed in me and believed The Miami in Invasion Yeah shows like A that. lot of shows like that Were Were financed by a couple of Angels that I have They're like Here Oski Here's You know Here's X amount of dollars Go do what you gotta do Make us proud That's what's up And All it would take was For, for me to reach out To a couple of angels And we could have had it And at the time but At the time I was so involved With Tobacco Road I felt like If I went and got Another club I would be doing them An injustice so why do you feel like you should have bought it? Like, wh- what do now, you think the difference why? would have been? Yeah, like, because where would it be now? I can tell you that Churchill's is worth way more than <laughs> $1.5 million because it's the parking lot, that whole building, that whole block, that whole block. Including the record store that is next Everything. to? Everything. Wow. Including all that. By the way, shout out to that record store. I, I love, love that record store. store. Sweat Records is one yeah, of the few places awesome. that's keeping Lala's it alive, awesome. man. I get a lot of my vinyls from them. Yeah. is awesome. And um, it just is what it is, man. It just wasn't meant to be at the so, time. So, uh, speaking of like venues and shit, I mean... Recently, I've, 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 and we, we had, we briefly had this talk on the phone. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I just want to ask you a quick question, Folks, co-host, this is, Mr. This co-host. Is Gavin, let's pass this. <laughs> this is your host, is grabbing the mic now. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please put your hands together for JC Rivas. Uh, I appreciate that. No, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, Some of y'all <laughs> laugh like Robin. <laughs> we, we we had this conversation very briefly, but uh, setting up this interview about how recently it felt like the scene hasn't been alive as it used to, and. Uh, let me take you back you know if why? you remember. I but let me take you, you back. But let me take you back before I you even go there. Because I've slowed down. No, no, but not not just you. In general, in general, in general. But uh, let me take you back. The first show I ever played, ever, ever in my gigging career, was an Oski Gonzalez show. That's awesome. It was the 37th anniversary of Churchill's. And I remember in the back. We were in the back. We were supposed to go on at one. We went on at two, which is fine. Miami time, you know. But you guys did awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun, dude. Um, and, but but I remember that night and seeing how packed it was. And, like, you could barely get around on the main stage. And, and, it, go, and, it, go, and it goes... And, and it that was go, just three, the, four the, years the ago. the backstage. You guys were in the back and it was packed. Yeah, it was yeah, like it was a good amazing. 30, 40 that's people why, out that's there. That's why man. a lot of people... Right a lot of people... A lot of people... Again, going back to being a promoter, man. Oski, you got us in the back, man? I'm like, dude, I've played here. I've played here. But what's changed in the last three years? That The turnout, because like I've played the 37th and the 38th, and then uh, I think I played the four, or, uh, skipped out on the 40th. But, like, I mean, was the turnout even close to what it was for that 37th? Because it no, was it fucking wasn't. packed. it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. So. What's happened, dude? Because it was I so think, lively I, when I, I got into right now, this. And there was a good five or six venues that we were Churchill's, playing on a regular basis. The scene, everybody. It seems like everyone's going through transitions right now. 
you guys are going through transitions with your band. This is the first major one too. Yeah, but it it happens, and sometimes all these major transitions happen at the same time. Right. You know, uh, I can tell you as far as Churchill is concerned, it's a great place, man. It's it, it's a great place. They just, in my opinion, Churchill's, they got to get the kitchen right. And they're planning on that. They're going to knock down the house in the back and make a huge outdoor terrace. Oh, and for you, real? And you're going to see that the bands are going to start. Oh, we want to play in the back now. Mm. I just got off the phone before I left here for the Oski Awards. I had an artist. I'm not going to say their name, but they're like, oh, uh, Oski, what time are we playing? I'm like, I'm going to work on this tomorrow, Christmas Eve. I'm going to be at my house working on this all day. I don't know. What time would you want to go on? I want to go on when the most people are there. <laughs> what so, are we all? So I'm just. <laughs> I've never, dude, and as as proud as I am of my band, I've never been like the person to ask for something like that. You know, anytime you've always asked them, but we have an idea of like the slot no, we want to play ten, don't, eleven. Don't talk about that because sometimes I'm gonna be real. There's bands like you that I just I want you to play. Just tell me when you want to play. I got you. But that's fine. And, but but yeah. at the same, at the, we we're, I've never given you an answer of yeah. Whenever no, the most no, people. No, no, no. Like you're like listen. Macronium's the same way. They don't care. Mm-hmm. You guys don't care. Mike don't care. There's a lot of bands that don't care. They already know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be a nice. It's gonna be a nice. It's gonna be a nice pack house. What's been happening at churches? I'm gonna tell you one of the major problems at churches. Right. Is that sound dude named Dirk? Oh, rat. No, Rat, no, Rat, Rat's cool. I have nothing. Rat is has his own way of doing things, but Rat is oh, a not master. Rat. I'm, I'm not thinking about Rat. I'm thinking about the dude with, with the, the long hair and the, the beard, right? Yeah, he was giving Jerry shit, right? He, he I, bro, <laughs> that night <laughs> I remember listen, Jerry was outside talking to you about it. I, I and it's I, it's nothing personal. I don't have nothing personal against the guy, but right. Whenever he does shows for me, the shows run late. Yeah. And you know how I feel about that. And so if I'm trying to run a tight show, uh, like he'll show up and I'll be like, where is he at? He's next door getting some coffee. And if he hears this, I'm not saying anything that's, I'm not fabricating anything. I highly doubt he listens to the show. Um, But, you know, the bands get tired. Of you you go to a place and you get the pissed off sound guy. Yeah, no Why one wants would to you do that. Play there? No one wants to do. Yeah, it no. And he literally ruins the mood of. of it does, of and and I and and I've I've spoken about it, and sometimes when I get him, I give him a list of the bands. I'll tell you one story. I give him a list of the bands. Hey, here's a list. Of he goes, what do I need that for? You know, these are the bands that are playing. You see the time. The ones on on the off. Ones off. Right. Yeah, well, what do I need that for? I guess so you can see how long the show is, when it's gonna end. Or I don't know. Well, whatever. And you, you, if I'm working with you, right? And we're working on an event, a show. Just grab the paper and put it in front of your desk and, and put it on your soundboard and just be done with it. Why do you want to make me feel uncomfortable now? Yeah, I give you shit about it. You know, one hundred. Um, and then when you give the bands problems. Where Jerry and these guys wanted to, they wanted to physically hurt him. What what can can we can we talk <laughs> about what how, like what, did he feel disrespected or, or what, what ended up happening I, the night I without? I, I don't know, but it's just again it's going back to his the guys 
the guy's uh, attitude. And I've tried to warm up to him. I really have. Like, when we're working, I'm like, are you hungry? Are we sent some food? You want some? I've tried to warm up to him, and I've always tipped him out. Always. Right. Because one of my shows is not, it's not a regular show. It's a difficult show. And lately, I haven't tipped him out anymore because I'm just like, why? You figure I'm tipping you out. Work with me, man. 100. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, no, Rat, amazing. Yeah. I love Rat. If anyone says anything bad about Rat, I cannot say nothing bad about Rat. Rat recorded four of my songs on my new album. Did it for absolutely nothing. I asked him for his BMI ass cap. He says, I don't want that. I don't care. And the songs came out impeccable. Um, That's what's Rat up, Rat could man. run Kryptonite, no problem. Run the show on time, no problem. The other one they had is Elam, a younger guy. Was that the Spanish dude with the long hair and the beard too? No. The, the, the guy with the long hair, his name is Dirk. His name is Dirk. Um, is that the guy who does the DJ set sometimes? No. I know that. Oh, okay. Rad, Rad wears the scully and the black glasses. I know. I know Rat. He's is he is it him painted on the side of that red bus outside yeah, of Churchill's? That's Rat's him, right? a legend, man. Listen, yeah. <clears throat> Spin Magazine gave Rat a, 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 a validation of America's worst band. What? That's awesome. What? Spin Magazine said you have the worst band in America. What band was he in? He has a band called the Laundry Room Squelchers. Never heard of him. Uh, not no disrespect. No, I mean, they're the worst band in America. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Why? The, uh, all right, that's but interesting. If, if Spin Magazine writes <coughs> something about you and says you're the worst, it's Spin Magazine. No, I mean for sure. Any it's, mention, it's wow. Yeah. Um, what's funny about that is that like it's kind of funny that you know he is mentioned to have the worst band, but I have a lot of personal friends that because I used to work at a music store that have recorded with Rat, and Rat knows his shit. He's a he's good, a genius, good, he's, dude. So like it's kind of funny the irony of that. Of no, he's that. a genius, <laughs> dude. There's a there's a band called uh, the Satellite. The Satellite Lounge Lizards or something like that. Shout out to them. And they play they play this music like horrible. Oh corny, shit. Horrible. <laughs> Come on the show, music. guys. Defend yourselves. But they are all amazing musicians and they're playing those songs on purpose like that. I don't get that. And people don't get it. I don't get it. That's too arty for me. It's like the banana tape to the wall oh at Art Basil. Oh my god. How much you know but what I'm saying? Hundred twenty K. But the people get it. Someone Apparently got it. They, they book them, guys. They used to book them. They used to book them all the time at the road. But getting back to you guys, so you guys mentioned Macronium. You guys mentioned Era's One, which I mispronounced their name for a good two years. Ira's One. Ira's <laughs> One. So it's Era's One. You, you guys yeah. mentioned Joe from Macronium. Those uh, are a couple of my favorite. You guys locals. mentioned um, Born Beneath. Yes. What are some other cool bands? What are some other bands in South Florida you guys are feeling at this moment? Seven Cents. Seven, Seven Cents is lit. Yo, Seven like, Cents is really dope. Seven Cents, like for me, I feel like they they're on the right path of like professional, like and trying to make, always put out a good show. I yeah. They I, have an image, and I feel like now that I feel like they they release those songs that they're in Spanish. I fuck with that so heavy. Like I love the music videos and stuff like that. I feel like 
They're in the pocket right now. Yeah, they're they're good. They're I feel like they they made a big change and it was for like the better. Like it's it's good. I I think John on the base he's killing it and you know I think they're just a better pack now as a four they're, piece. The metal band that has a conga player. No, well, yeah. they, they used to have the con. I don't think he's with them anymore. Yeah, he's like, he did. He's I like low key, or you know, he, maybe he's occasional. He's a, I think something like they, that. But yeah, they, he's not they a permanent member. They had played a Kryptonite one time and left the Marshall stack on stage. And really? I called him, "Hey, you guys left your Marshall stack here on stage." He's like, "Could you put it away for me? Put it where? <laughs> Come get your Marshall stack." <laughs> I mean, it's a Marshall stack. And we ended up putting it by the <coughs> by the stairs, and I told him. Uh, I'm gonna leave it by the stairs. Hopefully, I'm not, hopefully it's gonna stay there, man. You um, know? The stairs. Actually, uh, yeah. Well, as you, have you ever played Tobacco Road? No. Well, Tobacco Road. There was an entrance that was like you there's had to a go second upstairs, floor. Right? There was a second floor, so under the stairs. Oh, okay. There was like okay. a little section that we would stack stuff there, and we left it there. <coughs> they were actually one of the finalists for the Hard Rock Rising. Is that like a, um, a battle of the bands? It's like a battle of the bands done by the Hard Rock Cafe. And it was them, another another local band I know called uh, Innocence, a okay. reggae band. Mm-hmm. And it was also Yardage. Yardage, is that another band? Yeah, Yardage is a Yardage is a really cool band fronted by this young lady named God, what's her name right now? She's gonna be so mad at me when I I forgot her name. I actually got them an FPNL commercial. Wow. <laughs> there should be an FPL commercial coming out, and they got paid like three, four grand for it. Uh, they did like a jingle or something. They were just a band fronted by a female that they used for FPL commercial. I have not seen the commercial. I have not heard anything about it. Um, but they were one of the three final bands at the final grand finale. And that's a big thing. A lot of bands submitted for that. It was Yardage, Seven Sins, and In a Sense, the reggae band won. I mean, that makes sense. It's the most palatable. No, no, yeah, they, it's more they, palatable yeah, than, no, than they, metal. But there probably had to be. Time no, but too. they brought it. They they brought it. They no, brought I, no, no, I'm not. T- I'm not saying not to take away from them, you but know? at the same time, for like a commercial for FPNL, I mean, no, no, metal. No, 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 we're talking about the Hard Rock Rising. Oh, that's right. My bad. You know, you would think a a metal band would win a rock. Over a reggae band like a rock hard band. rock, because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean if we're talking about hard rocks. Metal, think, if th- metal is as hard as it gets. I like, think uh, not sound wise, that's but just the name L- of it, right? Why too? No, no, it's, like it's the Hard Rock Hotel. The hard rock cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you guys, you're talking to me about a new album. Yes, yes. Talking about shopping a new album. Yeah, man. Uh, well, we've so never released. We've released EPs to this point, which are kind of like mixtapes. Like five you know songs, I mean? five, seven songs. You know what I mean? So now we're just kind of in limbo right now. I mean, especially because we can't play you know, some of the material on the album, being as how you know we lost Vincent. And yeah, but you're still gonna use the recordings. You're not gonna change the recordings because you. No, lost no, we're not number. gonna change the recordings. But no. I'm saying like to tour it or something like that. You know, playing songs. We're off actually of it. in the midst of counting, figuring that out. Mm-hmm. We're either deciding if uh, Brian actually bought a laptop and we bought an. Indian Brian system. bought a laptop. We 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 bought an in ear <laughs> system and we have a mixer and stuff like that. So we're maybe think of using actually backup tracks for just not for everything, but for certain parts that are obviously key with the keyboards. I kind of think that's cheesy as fuck. I do. We do too. But is it just seems and, at the and, moment? And then what happens is not to cut right, you right here. Yeah. What happens is that every show, you know, it does is going to be exactly the same. There's no 
room to breathe. Yeah. And JC's job is going to become an incredibly hard job. Uh, not saying that he can't do it, but sometimes when you're a live band, you're a live band. It goes back to the way we record. I record. We record to a click check where we're going for the best performance. And then we pick the best performance and then we work with that. To oppose a lot of bands, they they record and they isolate everybody and they separate everybody. We we get bleed because we're all in the same room. Because <coughs> that's how you're going to get the best <coughs> performance out of a band. Everybody close together, everybody in the same room, push record, you know, and get it going. But I hear your concern about what you guys are going to do live. Yeah. But a recording is a recording. You're going to sell the recording and... When you play live, it's never going to really sound exactly the same. You right. know, you wouldn't want it to sound exactly the same. No. Would you want to play the same song a hundred million times over over and over exactly the same way, you know? What? It'll get kind of boring as a band. I think the way that we're trying to aim around that is that, well, we have a lot of material. We have this album that has how many songs on it? 13? 13. Well, one is like an intro track. It has 13 tracks, and then we have two other EPs, and we already have five and seven songs. So at the end of the day, it's it's a lot of songs. So I guess the the, the key to that would be just trying to, every every time we play live, different, completely different set. Not the same songs. You'll get a completely different show. But, yeah, I mean, for me, I would much rather have a keyboard player. It's it's just that keyboard players are more, they're rare. They're really rare because once you play, learn how to play that keyboard, you can go and do a bunch of cheesy cover band gigs and stuff like that. Yeah, it, we at that point and we they would pay. Well, yeah. you know what? Of course, listen. If if I had to, <coughs> all right. So we're gonna get on a, we're gonna get on a topic that's gonna piss a lot of people off right now. <laughs> all right, because this is my theory about the cover bands. Ninety five percent of cover bands are jaded. Jaded, jaded, jaded. That's I wonder why, why, dude. They don't play their own because, shit. Yeah, you're going to have to pay me if I have to sit there and play three hours or four hours of other people's music. Pay me. Yeah, I mean, and some of the some of the cover bands, they really start to think that they're, they're, like they wrote them songs. Yeah, you could... You know, you can sing the songs and sing them well. There's a bunch of cool cover bands out there. And how gratifying can that be if you're a real artist? Now, if you're a working musician, like, you know, that's what you do. You you don't want to work anything else and you just want to do a cover band and play by Kesara Sarah. I'm happy for you. But I've booked a lot of cover bands and for the most part, they're all pretty jaded. They're all pretty pissed off because... They couldn't pen a song. Uh, they couldn't pen a song. If you can pen a song, you don't have to be a cover band. You could be an original band that still gets paid. You know? I I've, agree. Yeah. I've never sang a cover song in my life. And before, back in the day, we used to do three one-hour sets, do all night, and get paid. All originals? All originals. I have... Hours and hours and hours and hours of original music, and all good original music. You know, not no, not no cranky. You know, that's not not some some bad songs. These are all good songs. So let me ask you, man. Like <clears throat> with um the downfall, or not downfall, whatever. Like the downtrend of like the scene and whatnot, places closing down and shit. Like, 
what what could be? I know you say just get out, but like I mean, people stay here. So like, what what could we do to turn it around realistically? Just just keep making great music. The the, the way to get people to the shows is very simple. I've said this. I've I have bands that actually have paid me to go and consult them on this. So you got five. Let's say right now you got four guys in your band, right? Just four. Yeah. Even yeah. Number. Four. Yeah. So you already let's see. By the way, folks. That's the name of the show right there. The Throne Podcast. Yes, sir. Um, all right, so if you're out there listening, this is a good time to get a piece of paper and a pencil and write this down. So you have four guys in a band. You know, four good-looking guys. You know, you guys look decent. Hey. And you make um, 5,000 of these that say, you know you, whatever the slogan of your band is, just like this. You can reach them at these websites, these sites. This is their stuff. And, you know, maybe a picture of the band or maybe the logo. And you make 5,000 of these. You can make 5,000 of these for 100 bucks. Right. And then, did I make your cards? Mm-hmm. Did I, did I print yours? No. All right, I so, got them on Vistaprint. Shout out Vistaprint. Cool. Shout out Vistaprint. <laughs> so, you get 5,000 of these made for $100. And so each member in the band, it's on a daily daily basis, has to hand out 25 of these to 25 girls. And 25 of these are 25 girls. Hey, check out my band. We're called You Know Ya. You're going to really like us. By the way, I like your shoes. By the way, I like your outfit. You know, by the way, thank you for supporting. Check us out. So you, it's not Instagram. It's not Twitter. It's not fake, phony, nothing. It's tangible. The girl has this in her hand now. She's touching it. She can feel it. She looks at it. She pulls out her phone and she goes to the site. She checks out your music. She likes it. She likes it. If she don't, she don't. You know? Or you could get the same thing and put an Avery sticker on one side to your next show. Right. Hey, check out our next show. You know? And now they're touching this. They're looking at it. They're feeling it. So if you do that, Five days a week, Monday through Friday. Five days, just five days. You reach 500 people. You actually touch them. And the magic number is to get 100 people to come see you play. If you get 100 people, you won't even, you, you can go to any club and say, hey, listen, I got 100 people that are come see me. Guarantee you, we don't want you to pass. We just want the door. You know? And we'll have a soft cover. Whoever doesn't know about us, you know, we'll let them in free. We won't turn away anyone from the door. We don't want to mess up your regular customers. And then what you can do, we want we want the door and we want twenty percent of your bar past your normal past your normal rip. And you guys make a thousand a show. That hundred people will turn into two hundred and fifty, we'll turn it to two hundred, we'll turn it to three hundred, we'll turn it to four hundred, we'll turn it to five hundred, and just do the math. Very simple. So why do you feel like uh, there because hasn't been enough the bands, bands not to promo- break They're through. not promoting themselves right. Okay. The bands are not out there trying to get, you know, there's two things. Unfortunately, this is show business. The word show is one syllable. Show. Business. It's more. It's a bigger word. And I know a lot of people, you know, that we're artists. Oh, I'm an artist. Uh, you know, I don't care about the money. It's fine. 
I make music. It's the only illogical thing I do. Me personally. I make music. Four years in the making. I don't know how much money I owe my producer. I'd say Dale in, in New Orleans, I owe, I'd say about 30000 Rat? I would say I owe Rat about maybe ten, fifteen thousand 15000 for the time it took to go and record and the mixing and the, the time. It costs money going to the studio, too, and, it's, and it's a real studio. It's not someone that has a laptop in their living room, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a real studio set up, right. you know. <laughs> No, yeah, no. Get it job done. No, but no, it, we, we job, do, no, we no, do everything in house. Actually, it gets the job done. It gets the job done. It really does. So, the next thing is merch. You guys got to have a nice merch table. So, on the merch table, you take and you put a, a United T-shirt for twenty bucks. You put another T-shirt that doesn't have less too many colors for ten, and then you put in a United jacket for one hundred and fifty. Like a denim jacket where they screened you know on it and you get have some stickers for free. So the consumer comes and says, Man, I like your oh some CDs for ten bucks. You know the those old jewel cases. Yeah, those jewel cases. You no, know, just CD. You don't need to go fancy like that, because people want to throw that away. You wanna put an insert so they can read about the band. Um another thing uh, uh is make little books with your lyrics. You know, so when you're playing, people can read along. They're like, "Oh, all right, this song says no, 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 no." They can read, the, they can read what you're saying. Yeah, you sell that, you know, for a dollar. I had this idea um, when we started doing our light show. You ever been to the the laser shows down at the the planetarium? Of course. You know, they do them like once a, or two Fridays out of the month they or something like that. They do it every weekend. <laughs> well, you know, it's down a little bit. Yeah, they've done a bunch, dude. I've been to Pink Floyd, Zeppelin, yeah, and all Pink that Floyd shit. Yeah, Pink Floyd as well. Um, and they give out these glasses. You know that like make the light look it multiplies the light or something like um, that. So I was looking into buying like a hundred of those or something like handing them out before our sets or some shit like that. You know, just like something gimmicky well, like that. Let's 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 talk before that. Before that is to get people there for sure. Me uh, when I was working for Tobacco Road, I did a lot of things that they were never done before there. And I had some of the old school cats. We'd be like, oh, but that's not what Tobacco Road. I go, bro, this place is full of people coming to see music. This is a music venue. What does it matter what kind of music? This band is awesome tonight. This band has 300 people here. Respect that band. They're on their grind. Then I'm going to throw them some extra bread. You know, and I would tell the, the people I have to answer to that that's what we're going to do. So if you guys and to any band that are listening... You reach that pivotal number of a hundred. You're you're good, you're good because you have four guys. You play twice a week. Each show you make a thousand dollars. It's five hundred bucks for everybody a piece, and it's just gonna get more and more and more. You know I don't know what you guys make a week at your job, but if you make five hundred dollars cash free, I mean cash free. <laughs> you know that sounds great. It's 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 a living, you know, it's a living. Um and then you know, when you get an opportunity to do something like that or you start booking your own shows and going to venues and playing, you you bless other bands. So now you're bringing in other bands to make your show bigger. You know, you shoot them 100 bucks, shoot them a couple hundred bucks. 
That's one of the that was one of the success stories to to my band. I'd get a gig six hundred. I'd have to play three hours. I'd bring in two other bands, open up the show, and let another band go on. Then let another band go on, and then close the show. And since the name is Oski Foundation, it's kind of in a gray area. I'm like this is all the Oski Foundation, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And the, and by the time the the promoters or the owners of the venues or the bookers of the venues figured it out, we had a successful night. What are they complaining about? That's true. You know, what are you complaining about? You booked me. I brought four of the bands. Big deal. I made it a big night. That makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense to everyone, and it gives opportunities to other bands that weren't given that opportunity. So, what's the next big venue? Because I mean, Churchill's been around for forty years under new management the now. What's the next big it, spot? It's been man? there for a while, but they're not. They're not like understanding. There's um, Gramps. Gramps and Winwood. I've heard big things so about them. Gramps and Winwood. There's another place in Vin- in Winwood. Uh, we have a tentative date this year for for Kryptonite, and it might be at Gramps. <laughs> Are we might, getting the scoop? It might. Be, it might. It, it might be. It might be in Winwood. That would be some not, shit. Not at the spot. No, no, I don't. I, and, and, and no, no, no shade thrown to to to, to Renee's or the spot no, no, or whatever no, it's no. called. I, I'm just. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of playing out there. No, no, no. It's 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 really it, it's it's done a three a three one eighty. They have an indoor. They have three. Uh, like, like they, they have a lot of the school. indoor little stage looked legit. Uh, it just wasn't ready when we were there. It looked no, like they no, weren't no, even yeah, fucking no, with no, that area was, of the spot. Uh, no, they, no, there's a, no, no, not inside. <laughs> they have a whole warehouse now. Oh shit! They've been doing some huge. Oh, the laundry there. room that was next to uh, yeah. to Renee's. Yeah. Oh shit! They bought cool. it up or some yeah, shit. No, they have a. It's huge in the back. Uh, it's just a huge warehouse. It's in the back that's there, and they've been using it. My my grandson, who actually has a million dollar record deal on the table right now. His name is Trapping with Geo. Uh, he did get him, get him on the show. He did, yeah, I can get him on the show. Do he it. did a he did a show there not too long ago, and he packed it. Damn, he packed it. Wait, wait, hold, hold on a second. His name's Trapping with you. You have a grandson? Yeah, man, I'm 51 years old, bro. Nah, Dude, what so the I fuck? thought I thought your oldest you know? kid was the dude who was playing football and, and coming Omar, to the shows so Omar, and stuff. Omar's my. I have four biological children. My <coughs> oldest daughter, her name is Jillian. She lives in uh in Tampa. She's a manager of a, a Chipotes. She's the her mom's Dominican. Of course. I have Omar. Uh, he's eighteen. I'm actually kind of pissed off at him today. Okay. Uh-oh. Even though I love him to death, you know he's eighteen now. Shout out to Omar. And I had a conversation when he turned eighteen. When I said, "Listen, either help me with half of these bills, or keep the house clean." It's a pretty simple proposition. Yeah, dude. That's. That's simple. And you remember when you were 18, you ain't trying to clean shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I love him to death, but I, I'm going to have to give him some tough love soon. And he's a genius. Omar already has a security license to work the front doors. Legit. He's got, and he's uh, been doing a lot of these uh, uh, pop-up parties. He saw these, um, let me think of a word without trying to snitch them out. Like house shows? Farmer's markets. Oh, okay. God. That's... Farmers markets. Ah, ah, yeah. yeah. Say, say no more. So, you know, you pay money to get in, and you get to get, you know, produce. For sure, the house. sounds sure. good. You know, organic stuff. <coughs> so, you, you, uh, this dude, 
uh, or Gramps. Let's get back to Gramps. So let's get, Gramps is a spot that I've been wanting to do shows at for years. So and what's I, the issue? That, can we talk? I reached out to the owner, mm-hmm. try to warm up to the owner. But um, I have um, Kevin from McFisty. Yes, is 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 showing me another huge venue in Winwood. You know uh, what place I really like right now, and I kind of want to get your take on it. Uh, maybe this is the place you're about to mention. I don't know if it's considered Winwood. It's it's by Churchill. It's called uh, Las Rosas. Las Rosas. They have a big fucking stage. Like that shit opens <laughs> up when you get in there. It opens up, man. Las Rosas is a cool spot, you know, and it's and it's actually ran by a girl that used to run the shows. The one of the main promoters. At Churchill's I think I introduced myself I went out to a show Just to network And I, I, I gave some lady A card there Who set up the show she's, And whatnot. She's, she's a bigger girl Yeah With like dark hair Yeah Her name is Naira Yeah She's cool man I have a lot of respect for her When When she was at Churchill's She used to show me Like real love Like she would be like She'd give me like Three dates At right. one time Right And it's easier for me To work like that You know Lady for me to get a date From Churchill's it's It's been kind of crazy Because you don't know who's running the place anymore, and you know, and, and with all due respect, you know, it's it's one of the reasons why I want I want to move to New Orleans. And New Orleans is five hundred. There's five hundred live venues. Fuck. Just in Bourbon Street, there has to be like a hundred. Dude, listen to me. The musicians on Bourbon Street, they play covers and, and, and standards. They get paid twenty five dollars an hour. It's a job. But do they have to play covers? They have to play covers. It's twenty five dollars an hour though. It's kind of crazy though. Do the math. They 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 get <coughs> they get paid like construction workers. They get guap. They get paid like mechanics. Twenty five bucks an hour. One time, um, I went they, but they play eight hours. Fuck yeah! It's a job. It's a sh- yeah for real. It's a shift. One yeah. one time I did when I went to New Orleans, uh, there was this blues band playing in one of one of the venues. I think it was near the Crystals and, and Bourbon Street, if anybody I, I When I go to New Orleans, I only go to Bourbon Street to shoot videos. I, I stay away from there. I mean, I love the area. I mean, but yeah, New Orleans as a total is uh, has so many beautiful parts, like the the park of uh, fucking uh, Louis City Arm. Park. The city gorgeous. I mean, it's, it's an amazing city. Plus, the food is great, but the the guy the the guitar player of the blues band was standing outside the closed venue and he was playing guitar lead solos and passing around to people and saying hi and stuff like that and it's a very touristy kind of it, thing it, but it was cool i thought it was pretty cool but it's just i don't know there is they do appreciate music a lot more over there it in seems like everyone in new orleans is born with an instrument <laughs> in their hand when they're born yeah and there's people that are busking didn't make a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars a day in the street singing playing music but, uh, you know who, who I've seen hustling a lot this year uh, 2019 uh, Dominic Delaney Delaney he, he just came back from New Orleans yeah I, j- I had him on the show uh, twice uh, well uh, once and then I had him booked and he counts his shows yeah <coughs> he's like you. on 172 or some shit like that he's like this is and we had him in New Orleans yeah I saw that that's why he I mentioned him he flew out there he did it you know again that's why I say um, he's on his grind right now. That kid, that kid's been grinding. And he's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude, and he's got original songs. See, he's doing his thing. Um, getting back, you know, cover bands. If you if 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 you're in a cover band and you're making some money, you know, I, I had a, I had a drummer one time that told me she couldn't be in the band no more because she got a gig with this cover band. They're paying her 
$200 a show. And at that time, my members, for a show, were making a buck a piece. I would pay them a buck a piece. Right. And mind you, I'm doing all the bookings, you know, and we're not playing all All they got to do is show up and practice. We got to show up and practice and just play. And we're doing original songs, and, you know, we just dropped our first EP, and then... And that lasted like three weeks. She just came back and confessed to me and said, Oski, oh God, I, I, I cannot hear Mustang Sally again. I cannot I cannot play Brown Eyed Girls again. <laughs> I, 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 I cannot play Sweet Home Alabama anymore. I cannot I cannot play the Kid Rock song uh like the, the Kid Rock song mix of Sweet Home Alabama. I just I can't do it. Oh, that song's awful. Yeah, you know? I'm not a big fan. And <laughs> it's it's a cash twenty two. It's a cash twenty two. It's like the money's there, but the passion isn't. The money's there, but the passion isn't. Sometimes, this is what I tell people all the time: money comes and goes, but respect is forever. There's a lot of places that my money's no good at. That's just out of respect. I go to restaurants to eat, and I know the people that own it. And the people that own it. And I'll sit down and eat when it, when the bill comes. The owner say, "I got you," and, and I know I'll pay, you know. But that's a good feeling. A lot of times, I like to go see shows and see bands that I am just there to see the bands. I have nothing to do with the promotion. I have nothing to do with running the show, and I'll hear it. Yo, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For real, you know? no, for real, for real. And out here, it makes me feel good. <laughs> then the bands that are playing are like, yo, Oski, thanks for coming out. I'm like, no, I really, I tell you, I really like you guys. I want to see the band. And I like to do that. I like to go out and see, so see bands that support. There's some bands that really support. They'll be the first band there, badass band to leave. They hang out the whole day. And I can give it to JC and say, JC, I've seen JC support. Other shows all the time. Yeah, all the time. Uh, the guys from uh, the zombies, Toast the Marshmallow Marshmallow zombies. Yeah, they're there all day. They're all there all, all night. You know. Shout out to God Rot too, man. Matt from God Rot. Yeah. Um, just just uh, yeah. had a new bass player join Sandra, green haired. Oh, she joined the band. She, <laughs> she joined God Rot. They're doing good good shit right now. Shout out to them. That's yeah, another local cool. band that I fuck with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I used to I used to book God Rock. I, I don't know. I think something <laughs> happened. Maybe we can figure out what happened with God Rock. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, we can talk. Know. We can talk about that off the air. Yeah, I don't remember what happened. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, it's, but, it's, it's know, just one. It's one of those things where you, when you're the promoter, like you yeah, said, exactly, you feel me, you get exactly. put in that position. But um, <laughs> you get put in that position. But let's get back to the band. So there's always see like I know from experience because that's why a lot of a lot of a lot of bands they they can't pull any wool over they can't pull no shit with me because I know it is to be in the band and deal with a horrible promoter that's the reason why I became a promoter because I would deal with so many horrible promoters that were just so foul I'm like you know what I'm just gonna start promoting shows myself this these guys. Thing. No, dude. I mean, when when you get that bad taste in your mouth, bro. I yeah. mean, there were times where I didn't, I don't want to play shows. You know yeah, I mean? no, it's 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 just it's just horrible. So, I always have two songs, one or two songs that I play every set I play because those are like my two, those are my my bad mamajamas. So, what is you know is f- like 
bad like that. This is our song, Shit. and that is our song. Nothing like worse. And a <laughs> minor setback, I would say. Oh, a minor setback, definitely. People yeah, fuck with um, that. I love a minor setback. We open with it and we close it with it. That's your opener. Yeah, we open. We we cut the song in half and then we try to close it again with the. So we try to make a whole loop around it. Yeah, the thing is that song originally was our closer. You know what I mean? We felt like it closed the strongest and shit. But uh, with the set that we we're trying to do, you know, the tunings of the guitars and shit, it uh, it made sense for it to be the opener. So we're like, well, man, but we want to close it, with it. So we cut the song in half and then play the rest of the set and then we end with, we end the, with, song. Yes, with okay. the same. So we, go so we go from the middle song, and take it to the, the end. What's the name of that song? A Minor Setback. Where can, where can, where can the people go listen to that? There's actually a whole uh, mixtape or a whole EP called A Minor Setback, and that's the title track. It's the first track. Where is track. it at? Where, where can Apple people Music, see Spotify, YouTube, you know what I'm saying, Pandora, all, all the music streaming apps you can listen to. It. On are, our website, are you guys, too. Are you, honestly, are you guys selling any downloads? You know you're the band.com. You can get Those are out for free right no, now. No, no, they're all free. That's oh, all, all free, free music. Yeah, yeah, all free music, man. Just all we ask is that you come to the shows, you support, you buy merch, or you know, that, or just <laughs> give us a like and yeah, that too. Oh, so what's the what's the what's the second what's the second song the second banger? Like? You have to. Uh, I, you know what song I, I I feel like people really fuck with, dude? Uh, the Shepherd. That is, go? I've had I've had people. Well, you know, I mean, it's a heavy song. I'm not gonna sit here and yell. I'm not the yeller. <laughs> I'm not the yeah, I'm not the yeller in the band. But <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> I do think uh, that uh, I've had I've had people like Danny came up to me, you know, like about the chorus of the song and shit and how he fucked with it. I, I think that's another song. It's like it's mad heavy. The, the thing. How does it go? How does it go? Uh, be afraid, be very afraid. These that's are the, the cards that we played. Hell yeah, uh, that chorus is hard as fuck, bro. Uh, like, we will hide under the shade for what has happened can be unmade. Yeah, I'm gonna show you that song after Oski. Uh, so oh, the, the studio I version. I don't think so. It's not. It's not finished. It's copyright. It's not finished. Yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't. Our, lawyer, our lawyers are gonna. Uh, we're we're gonna get a cease and desist from the record there, label. Is there anything that? Because it's a show about music, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I'm the co-host, so I want to hear. I want to hear some you know music. Is that it? Can't I can't get the people to hear it? I, I unless I do some post editing stuff, which I, I mean I'm not opposed to doing. I don't want to do it. Can, can we? You know what I do right now? <laughs> can we it, say that right here in this section, right now, like you're gonna pause play it, some, and then, then you want me to put it? Music? I could. I could. Like we could pause it, and listen, and, and listen to it. All right, not now. We'll no, exactly. We could do it off the air, and then I could edit it in um, if you want. And so. Why did you want to ask it that though? What are our two bangers? Because we we mix up our set so much. We have like set A, B, because C, and D. Because there's there's always there's always songs that the band feel is your strongest song. The bands feel is the best song. So I wanted to know what your top three songs were. I already got the first one was a minor setback. A minor setback. Two was the shepherd. Two in my, the in shepherd. my opinion. That's my and opinion. And so what's the number three song that you guys like? These three songs are super bad. You know, this is the thing. We have a song that we still have not played live. <laughs> and it's like, I have the urge of playing this song live so much because I think it might be the best song in the album. It's called Escaping the Future. Oh, yeah. That song, that's a song, like I'm saying, I write most of the material most of the time in, in the band. But that's a song that everybody <laughs> put a hundred in, in that in that song. So JC, you know, we the music was written by everybody. 
um, everybody brought in stuff. Um, actually, the guy that collaborated the a big chunk of that song was Spence, the keyboard player. He brought a lot of the ideas into. Well, I like into, the keyboard player; he's really good. He's amazing. He's a great guy. The with him, what happened was that it was just that his dad wanted. You know, his dad's getting older. And he wanted to buy a house. You know, his old man's getting older. So he he had the, the, the commitment. It's like, I can, you know, I can continue grinding with the band or I can help my dad that my dad needs my help. So it was a family matter. Big respect. Well, what it, happens with that? Big is respect. This is what's you know gonna what I mean? Hap- going to happen with that. Because I predict you guys are going to be huge one day. Um, I would love it. <laughs> when you guys blow up, you'll be hearing from them. Maybe. Oh. I saw you guys. I heard you guys on the radio. What's up? You know? No hard feelings, though. No, no hard feelings. <coughs> Sometimes, again, music is the only illogical thing I do. I make a living off of music because I do so many things in music. Revolving you know? around it. I make t-shirts. Yeah. I print. I do logos. I do flyers. I do des- uh, designing. Uh... All kinds of stuff. Everything everything that a band would need. Everything that I needed. Everything that I needed when I was coming up. I'm like, God, I need to make flyers. When I make flyers. And I found out the print. I know the place is the direct source. Right. Where I, I print this. Where I make this. Where I do that. Like a, I lot have, of, a lot of those contacts we got from you, like for making shirts. Yeah, Caesar. Yeah, no, you got me Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. this up. See, that's... that's shout that's, out to the shirt series. Shout out to the shirt series. That's another thing. I'm not... If you really want to see if someone's cool with you, like if you go to a venue and you're like, hey man, I would like to play a show here. Who do I talk to? If I am not working for the venue and I am not that person, I'll be like, yo, I introduce you to my homeboy. That's the guy. I that's I say it at the meetings when I do shows at Churchill's. Hey, this is the guy. Because a lot of people think I work for Churchill's. I don't work for Churchill's. I work for the bands. I mean, I, right. I, I don't work for churches. I, 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 they allow me to do shows there. Right. Um, yeah, big shout out to Lou, man, because for the metal scene, he's taken a big brunt of making local shows. The Buried Alive festivals have all had good turnouts and stuff. Lou from Born Beneath. No, Lou's good. Set, Lou, <laughs> Lou ran with it. shows, man. And Lou he, ran with it. He always, um, when we play a show for us, he always cuts us some dough. You know what I mean? Whether it's for gas or whatever, it's just it's it's a token of, of his appreciation. No, no, yeah, you know no. I mean? Listen, Lou. Whatever Lou, the amount is appreciated. Lou, you know? Lou is one of the people that listen to me. He tells me all the time. Me and Lou has had side conversations a million times where you can ask him. He thanked me. He's like Oski. I listen because that's the first thing I tell the band. You guys don't need me. You don't, especially now that you guys are all meeting each other. Take three bands, take four bands. You said it. I said four, Macronium, yeah. Born Beneath. Right? Macronium, Born Beneath, Enoya, and Era's One. Era, hell yeah. You said those four bands. I've had all four bands of you guys on the same show. For sure. Multiple times. For sure. I think you know? I think that's one of the sickest lineups we, we, and, we and the camaraderie do. there is, is, is amazing because you guys all bring the A game. Yeah. We all try to outdo each other exactly, like in a, in a friendly exactly. way, you know what I mean? And that's that's what I love. I love to see the relationship with the bands. You know, and I'm actually thinking about making a label. And I'm actually thinking about doing a compilation 
uh, a recording or a one place to get a compilation of like maybe ten bands and put ten singles on a on, on a record. Be See, cool. you know, um, Revolution had that idea recently, and they had that project where uh, they had uh, I want to say it's five bands. You know, for like a little EP is Revolution, Us, Eras, Macronium, supposed to be Born Beneath, and I think McFisty. So maybe five or six. And, <coughs> um, you know, like I said, uh, not to take any shots at nobody, but, man, we recorded that shit in, like, what, May? Like, yeah. when, when around the time I had the fever. Yeah. So, like... Really and then there's nothing that's been done with it. Right. And I I even... Um, well, who do I need to talk to? I mean, no, at the point... Joe? I, is it a revolution? Probably Jerry and, and Joel. No, it's probably Joel. You know? Re- Jerry... Jerry... Is I mean, they released a cover. I don't know if they officially released it. That's the thing is, I don't really know. If they did release it, the promotion was, was got awful because I didn't fucking know about no, it. Um, and I'm on it twice because I offered as a <laughs> sub in from Macronium when Kevin left, uh-huh. helped them record that single, you know, right, to so kind of help them get back on their we feet. We talk to Joel and Jerry from Revolution. Make sure you get I just you know, want to put yeah. this out there. We're going to tag them up in this and make sure that they uh, get this. Yeah, man, like I said, there's no hard feelings. It's just like, you know, it, it, they live, for us, Broward County, they live in bumfuck Egypt, bro. So we drove all the way to Kendall. I made the trip twice because, like I said, I went with Macronium as well. I had a crazy fever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we had to do, like, three, four takes. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was a great fucking experience. Don't get me wrong. And I think it, it would be, it was a great idea. But like I said, like, it isn't really nothing that has been done with it. And <laughs> uh, all the bands that are on it are fantastic. And that's the only reason that I subbed. Uh, from Macronium to do that single is because I knew that having them as a part of it would big it up. Like Macronium has such a dope following out here locally that just having them be a part of it would be draw a bigger audience for us, you know. And I didn't want them to drop off of it. That's the main reason that I offered. And now they have their own drummer. Now they're doing their thing, man. Big ups to them. I'm very, I'm very happy for them. And also Lucha recently joined them. Play the bass. Yeah, bass yeah. is from Ears One. And that kid is a fucking savage, bro. I've had him on the podcast a couple I, I, times, I think and I he's heard them talking about on, on your show that yeah, how him joining uh, the band. Yeah, he's he's one of the nicest fucking people I've met, man. And his accent's fucking great. I love it. You know that <laughs> Argentinian. Oh, he must have a really good day job. Yeah, it's great. He must have a really good day job. Yeah, no. Nah, uh, he, he, he actually fixes I think phones. he fixes phones, yeah. Yeah, he fixes nah. phones and everything. But he does a great job in all the bands he's in. And, and, and yeah, you know, I just want something done with that project, man. It'd be really fucking cool. Because I you thought know, the I, whole I, thing was to tour it, too. And we've never played any even fucking shows together really since then. And like I, <laughs> like I said, man, it feels like the scene's not really there no more. This is this is what we what we need to do. <coughs> and maybe we should Sorry have... for the coughing. I'm sick. Maybe we should do a powwow. Uh, what do you mean? Like a picnic and just have a bunch of bands that. that oh, I would love that. Like a big picnic and just barbecue. Maybe bring, maybe bring some acoustic guitars or something like that. And, you know, some maybe some cajones. We've done an acoustic set with cajones, djembes, uh, d- uh, all that shit. Yeah, like, and we and can just, do that. Just, just, I mean, I spoke to Mike about this because Mike, Mike McSween. yeah, McSween. Mike. Is another person that I, I I think he's Superman. I love that guy. Mike came to me when he was opening his club in Fort Lauderdale and said, asked me if I wanted to be business partners with him. <coughs> and I went to look at the spot and the situation that it would have been. And it's a small spot. You know, I told Mike, you know what, Mike, I'll help you in any way I can. I don't. There's not there's the bone here is, is too small for me. There's enough meat in the bone here. That's just for you know for you to do your thing. 
There's only so much you could do in a spot that big. And We're talking about the gate. Yeah, the gate was cool. Yeah. It was real cool. Mike's cool, man. Mike, dude got his foot cut off and, and comes and sings two weeks later. Who does that? I mean, <laughs> I mean, he when I first did the first kryptonite, he was the first person that I met that came to the meeting. And he came with some posters. Like, do you mind if I put posters with my band up? I go, no, man, that's encouraged, man. That's encouraged. And me and Mike have been really good friends for a long time. He, he, uh, when it came to words of advice for like playing out and stuff like that, he, he had he's a lot. He's a vet, man. He looks he, young. He, he was old as hell, dude. The fucking guy gave, at least to me, he gave me a lot of good advice. And then on top of that, his whole family. They're so nice. Yeah, like, well, well, Mitch is kind of kind of gay. There's nothing wrong. With <laughs> <laughs> Man, I had him on an interview, like, bro. Mitch it was quite like, the experience. Really I'll tell gay. you that. Who knows this gay too? Um, Tony from um, the drummer from um, the big the big dude. Yeah, State of Solitude. Yeah, he he's in a Jamina now. In Jamina, yeah. Jamina, he's kind of gay too, man. Oh, he's the guy that he's, he's a really good drummer. No, That's he's all an I know. awesome drummer. I, the only reason I can say this because we this, we play like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, These yeah, dudes yeah. come up to me and grab my butt. Yeah, I can't do Kiss with that. me, oh, dude. You know Andy from Here's One. Here's long one. hair, the newest one, the long no, hair no, from Here's no. One, dude. Come on, man. Oh, the guy that plays one? the guitar and pokes it. Yeah, yeah, no, he's cool. That dude. guy, dude, man. He, I've, I've pulled up to. I'm really cool with Ralph and 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 you know them. The whole band. I'm cool with the whole band. And, you know, I've pulled up, and Andy's there, and so he'll answer the door naked, dude. No. <laughs> like, knowing it's a, it's a barbecue or whatever, where it's a Getty, like, we're all going to hang out. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? And it's just fucking Andy naked. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm not ready for this shit. <laughs> no, hey, you know what? Uh, <coughs> I can't. It's too early, but man. It's too this, fucking it's early. It's pretty funny, because, like... Um, I walk around my house naked, Fucking too, Andy. I, I've heard stories that Andy's jumped in the shower. And hold on a second. With well, another... I, I want to make a disclaimer here. Shout out, Andy. Uh, no, no. I want to make a disclaimer here. Andy, oh, Andy. To all y'all that listen, uh, these are my homeboys. And they already know how gay they are. And there's nothing... Not that there's anything it's wrong It's 2019. With that. You have to clarify that now. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Peace. You know? I, I, I believe I, I have. I have a song that I wrote called I'm Happy and Gay. And I, I really built it like, I'm happy. I'm happy and gay. Just not that way. It's <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, fucking lit, dude. So, like, uh, can you imagine you're trying to pitch that to the band and they're like, no. <laughs> Do you want to get I'm canceled, like, yeah, though, no, I'm like, yeah, like, no. I'm like, yeah, the song is about, I don't have any money. I don't know why the landlord keeps bothering me. All I have is a six-pack of beer and a joint, and I'm happy. I'm happy and gay. Just not that way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I fuck with that. the whole song is about, please tell this lady to leave. I don't have any money to pay her. You know, all I have is a five beers, a half a J. You know, and, so it just, and, and eventually the beers go down, 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 down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then that's what I was like, if this lady doesn't leave right now, I swear, I'm going to take this last beer that I have, cut it. And bash her in the neck with it, you know what I'm saying? Fuck and yeah. I'll still be happy. And let, gay. let me That's ask you: Have just you recorded that way. this song? No, <laughs> they, they they shot okay. it down. Look, no, no, like I like we've played it live. Okay, okay, let, let and, and the people were like, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I have. A, at, did he just I say have, that? I have a suggestion. 
Uh, and I'm pretty sure you you're probably doing this. You can but have the song. All right, I'll give it to you. You guys <laughs> what, sing it. As as the song continues, you're obviously finishing the beer. So by yeah, the yeah, end, yeah. you should sound more drunk. Every probably burst or chorus and stuff like that. Like probably well, at the end, just sound it. hammer. Let's do it. Let's do That'd it. That'd be Let's fucking funny, it. dude. That'd be funny as hell. The riff is cool. The riff's like. <laughs> Cause I'm happy I'm happy and gay <laughs> Just not that way you That's fucking that? hard dude That's awesome Bars Oski's got bars out here uh, you know we've been, you know we've been talking for over an hour and a half We have it's, yeah. it's, No awesome. it's really interesting Cause you know what uh, Like I say this a lot And people when I, and I go oh, This is one of my favorite bands Because I have a lot of favorite bands, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you guys are definitely one of my favorite bands. Macronium, if there's anyone, with all due respect to all the bands right now, if there's anyone that I know for sure is going to be a huge rock star, it's Macronium. I don't I have a doubt in my mind. I hope, That's been a joint and I feel bad that I didn't. Yeah, they asked JC a long time to join, and I'm like, dude, why aren't you? Fucking go, dude. I, I no, just, no, 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 because JC's not, that's not his style. He's not going to get dressed up and paid in makeup. No, I can't do that. JC's just cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, their, their new drummer doesn't do that, though. Huh? Their new drummer doesn't do that. Who? Kevin. Kevin. Bald I'm gonna Kevin. Have to, I'm going to I'm gonna have to talk with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're I, such I, a right, character. So listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I guarantee you, the next time you see them, that dude's gonna look crazy. I guarantee you. <laughs> I'll, I'll be on the way. you works in men's warehouse, I guarantee it. It's, I guarantee you. <laughs> 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 The guy who hasn't said nothing all night just said a joke. That was pretty good. <clears throat> Let's talk to him more, man. We, we gotta oh, wrap no. up soon. We're wrapping up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Next five minutes. Listens, no one's gonna listen to this this long, right? Probably. Uh, I would, but I'm not. So, before we go, before we go, before we go, um, Everyone that listens to the show today, I just want to say some things. That or Friday when it comes out officially. Oh, when you, oh by the way, <laughs> happy holidays to everybody. Yes. <laughs> this, this is the official. Hanukkah, this is the last Kwanzaa. episode of the year. Oh, so this is oh, the last shoot. episode of the year? So. I think so. No, it's not. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check before I lie. Yeah, no. no the next ne- Tuesday is... Uh, yeah, this is the last episode of the year. comes out on the 27th, and then the next episode won't come out till the 3rd of next year. All right, so wow. really quick, because the next episode... <laughs> last episode of the decade, dude. Yeah, last episode of the decade. There we go. That's big, that's that's big dick big. shit right there. Right, big so dick this, energy. That's, that's, that's juicy, juicy cock, cock energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're embracing the name. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. no come on, no, dude. No, you no, have clean hey, slate. Listen, After this listen. decade, no one can call me that. No, they'll, call, they'll, call, they'll call them... Uh, <laughs> Sweet I'll take cock. Platinum Power I'll take hey, anything else dude. Um, really Mangu quick, Power I want, I want, I want Mangu, everyone Mangu. that's listening To go out and check out this band Unoya Check out Macronium Check out Eras 1 Check out 1000 Pounds of Thrust Check out Revolution And subscribe uh, to my goddamn podcast Bullies. You're listening subscribe to it right to now podcast, You, you gotta podcast. do it it's, it's easy If I could do it Anybody could do it You on your couch Right now <laughs> Probably driving from work Oh it's backwards <laughs> They should fix that They should fix that Oh yeah, you're talking about Yeah it's a mirror You know Yeah, They should fix that Unfortunately They should be able to Remirror it You know what I'm saying They should but Technology like, man They need to learn How to fly planes While people are on their cell phones 
That's that's horseshit. I use my phone all the time. You Fuck know, them. Why do we have to shut off our cell phones? Just put it on airplane Well, he mode. actually knows because he. Well, actually, I know because I work for an airline. Oh, uh, I think it's Brian, give us that knowledge. A bomb or something? No, 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 no. What happened? It was an incident that happened back in the Hold on, hold on, hold on, folks. We have breaking news tonight. This is why you must <laughs> you must get off all your cell phone devices while you're on a plane. Why? Well, the reason is because it's annoying as fuck. That's the only reason. Because it has nothing to do with um, interfering with the uh, instruments of the airplane. Actually, in Europe, you can use your cell phone. The only thing that you're not allowed is actually talking on it. Because it's just annoying. That's the only reason. Or on that, you can use your internet and everything. You should be fine. It won't interfere with the aircraft. Wow. It's you just, heard it here first, I, folks. Yeah, I I been know that for a minute because I am. It's That's crazy, I, right? I I, I never stopped using my phone. I told him it's fucked, it. sucked out. Yeah, well. like, the secret's like out. The secret it's out. <laughs> Oski's talking to the Facebook Live. Brian is the one that let the worms. They let the worms out. So oh, Oski, shit. let's get in some final I gotta words. I got the FAA watching my door. Thank you for letting me co-host. Hey, man, no problem, man. It was great. Uh, Took a load off my shoulders, of the, you know. Of the, of the decade. Decade. Yes. I'd give a big shout out to everybody, to all my friends. Do it. All Just over the world. Go down the list. Um, <laughs> Don't no, do it because then people are going to feel left <laughs> out. No, Don't no, do no, it. The, the best Especially thing, with you. The, the best thing I was you do late, is say, <laughs> The best thing you say is a shout out to everyone. Yeah. And you know who you are. <laughs> Specifically though Shout out to uh, Ears One no, Shout out to We already shout out to my <laughs> uh, Specifically we want to give a shout out to JC Rivas oh, Creator man. and host of the Throne I appreciate that Podcast It's been a, a mission um, bro It's been a mission He wants your band on his podcast So let him know Please check out Any artist subscribe Any subscribe to this Any artist Any style of music Shout out to Tony Visions man it's Fashion about, designer It's about networking I want to give a big shout out to Bar Nancy. Um, by the time this comes out, this is the last episode of the season of the year of the yes. of the century. Of the yes, all yes. of it of the decade. Yes. Um, the Oski Awards are Saturday, January the fourth, at Bar Nancy. How mm. did you get nominated for Oski Award? All you have to do is play an official Oski show between January. In January of a year, I better win something. And yeah, you're, you're <laughs> for this, I need to win something for this. You're definitely, you know, it's all about who you know. It's, uh, you, you know I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying well, to I'm get Miami new really, times involved really in this, quick. man. There's a bunch of on the Oski Awards. Ninety percent of the awards are by votes, purely votes. I pay someone else to do that, and ten percent is because what Oski says. Right. I can tell you right off, Rick Marcelo Salut. He's getting another Oski Award for best photographer. You know, I, I can tell you right now, you know. I don't know about Pixels. Pixels hasn't shot any videos this year. Uh, I'm still waiting for my video. All right. Anyway, um, and uh, just, it's going to be really cool. There's going to be a bunch of cool bands in the house. A bunch of nominations going down. Shout out to Queen of the Scene. And again, shout out to JC Rivas. And today I'm the co-host. And our guest today was the band Unoya. Fuck yeah. Woo. Thank you so much. Any final words, guys? How do we? How do people get a hold of you? How do they find you? Oh yeah, we gotta do plugs. Don't get me wrong. Um, actually, can I plug something real quick? Yes, sir. Um, I've been actually making a couple like beats and stuff like like electronic 
beats oh, yeah. and, and trap and stuff I'll like that. And I have it on my SoundCloud. Uh, if you guys are interested in checking it out, I think it's pretty good music. Um, trap. Um, it's Alexandro Moreno, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-O. And then Moreno, M-O-R-E-N-O. Check that out. Check Thanks his so ass much. out. Thank hey, you so much. Easy what, lovers. What, what, what I'm Chilean. Um, I'm yeah, I'm half Chilean and Argentinian. I'm like All right, we're not a true piece of shit. Part about you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a piece school. of shit. Yo, uh, if you want to follow Unoya on Instagram, Unoya the Band. We have our own website, UnoyaTheBand.com. They're the official sponsors of the throne, UnoyaTheBand.com. Make sure you check them out. I also have uh, an official signature stick. If you want to come out and buy a pair, they're going to be at the shows. Shout out XL Drumstick. You know, they got me my signature stick. You got, you got my name on it. If you want to show some love, cop a pair of that. Let me know how you like them. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking savage out here That's in the fucking awesome. streets. <laughs> you got, you got yeah, I'm going to show sticks. you a pair. I'm going to show you a pair right now. That's but, uh, awesome. Other than that, you know, the Throne, the Throne uh, podcast with underscores on Instagram, SoundCloud, and iTunes. That's where you can find us every motherfucking Friday. Uh, other than that, <laughs> we have an album coming out. Hopefully, uh, it looks like it's going to be by next year at this point. Yeah. So uh, make sure you look out for that. It's called Collapse Society. We got the arts. We're going to have posters. We're going to have new merch for y'all. We're going to have the online store going at some point. You know what I'm saying? We're working on all that shit. Uh, other than that, Oski, Matt, set up some shows. Get get us on stage. And, um, yo, have some last words for the people before we I get out of here. So on that same note, I'm the mechanic that has a broken car. So I'm going to give myself a plug uh, on my own band, the Oski Foundation. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube. And check us out on um, Spotify, <coughs> the Oski Foundation. And we have a new album that we just dropped that took four years to make. Over 27 musicians on, on, on the track. Multiple, produce, pro, multiple producers. Big shout out to Rap Bastard. Shout out to uh, BizRock. And an extra big shout out to my executive producer, Dale Patrick Latino. Fuck yeah. From uh, DPL Unlimited. He just opened a big ass studio in New Orleans. So if you need to get some recording done, check out Dale Patrick Latino. He's on my Facebook, Oski Gonzalez. And you can just Google DPL Unlimited, uh, one of the hottest studios in New Orleans. And big shout out to a show that I'll be doing soon, uh, every Wednesday. I'm going to be doing a show on Kingdom Studio Network called The Underground Authority, where we're going to do all underground music from hip-hop to metal, and it's going to be super, super, super hot, super cool. We're going to have some performances, and we'll be doing that every other Wednesday, broadcasting live on Kingdom Studios uh, Broadcasting Network. And... Fuck yeah, I dude. wish that everyone in here. You better have Christmas. me on, bro. You better have me on, bitch. I got you, man. You're my first guest. <laughs> Good. Good shit. You're Good my shit. first guest. Great. We'll have a uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. I want to be on when Happy the most listeners are listening. That would Just be the first show. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, real, real shit. Oski, thank and you no, so much honestly, for coming you know what? out. We're going to do segments. I'm going to do segments like, like, what's the craziest thing a band has told me why they couldn't make a gig? Oh, dude, you know, that sounds I, fucking I amazing. Can I just no. get one before we leave? Can I just get uh, one? Give me one. One? Give me one. Oski, I can't make the gig, man. We can't find the place, bro. What? <laughs> we can't find it? I'm like, it's the same place you went to four weeks ago when you met me. <laughs> right? uh, that sounds fucking ridiculous, no, man. No, Oski, we can't make it. My mom is not loaning me her van. And <laughs> Wow. We can't make it, bro. I'm sorry. Wow. 
This one is number one. Number one. Number one. Okay, let's hear it. Oski, the show on the 27th of June. We're going to have to pass because I'm going to have a family emergency. What? <laughs> it's going to. Yeah, we're going to have a family. Like, I'm just planning I'm on, on speaker it. speakerphone in front of, like, 20 people. I'm like, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello? Yo, Oski, this is... Such and uh, such. Such and such from the band Pathwater. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's that? Is that a band? Uh, the, the, oh, 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 it's just oh, a joke. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just okay. the water, yeah. So we're from a band, Pathwater, and on, on, on December the 1st, we're going to have a family emergency, bro, and I just, I just can't make the show. I know someone's going to die. <laughs> All right, cool, man. <laughs> I, and I'm still to this day trying to figure out what he meant to say. Like, Probably he saw the Maybe he meant to future. say that. Maybe he meant to say that he can't make this show because he has a, a family emergency now, and that's gonna affect him till then. I maybe you know, but you're giving him a little too much credit. <laughs> 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 no, man. On that note, uh, not for uh, I really appreciate you coming out, man. And when you do have your show going, I'd love to to be a part of that uh, in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Uh, make sure that you um, book us for something. And well, the next big one's going to be uh, after Oski Awards. It's going to be Kryptonite <clears throat> uh, sometime mid June or uh, mid February. We got to make that shit big, man. Because I was I mean, offered. I well, was, let's get uh, off the air though, real quick, so we can continue this uh, conversation. Yeah. Anyway, other than that, folks, Merry thank you Christmas. so much for listening. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Wait, 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 wait. Let's be PC. Happy holidays. Man. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Fuck that Christmas. He's the best. My favorite one. Merry Kwanzaa. Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. I think we're in the second day and of Hanukkah. You know what? Fuck them. Happy <laughs> holidays. I, I got better ones. This is the way I would do it. Uh, like this is Happy Sanky. Happy Sanky. Merry, Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. That's that. That's that. <laughs> Bye, folks. Bye. Boom.